Whether you're trying to grow your business, lose weight and get in shape, or find your soulmate, nothing feels worse than when you're working really hard and giving something your all and and thinking you're doing everything right, and yet you still feel like you're not getting anywhere. In this episode, I'm sharing five ways to keep the faith even when what you want hasn't shown up yet. Hi, and welcome to the I Am Vibrant podcast. This is Leah Lund, and I help conscious leaders build spiritual immunity, expand your capacity, and master your energy attunement so that you can create an abundant and fulfilling business, career, and life. Now, when you're working really hard and not seeing results yet, if you're giving something your all, whatever it is you're creating, and it's still not showing up, that's really hard. And it's enough to make you want to give up or quit. But I hope that you don't because there is a way to keep the faith and master your energy because that's where things are created first, in energy first. So whether it is that you are hoping to find your soulmate, or you're trying to lose weight and get in shape, or you're growing, scaling your business to the next level, or your nonprofit or your foundation, all things are created in energy first. Whenever I start mentoring a new client, so many, I would say the majority, um, actually, as soon as they get into the coaching program, pull back a little bit on committing to goals. And that's kind of funny, right? Because that's why they hired me in the first place. Um, But this hesitation to put pen to paper, so to speak, whenever I see that, I instantly know that this person is tired of having a goal, having a dream and not getting there. And they're tired of the disappointment of trying and not achieving or seeing what it was they wanted to create. And here's the bottom line. If you've ever been in that situation, here's the bottom line thing to know. Hard work and results don't necessarily equate. That is not a one plus one equals two equation. In other words, to get greater results, it doesn't mean you need to work harder. And sometimes you can work really hard and have the exact opposite happen. And same goes for wanting something really, really bad. That doesn't guarantee your results either. So first thing I want to do here is talk about how to clean up a few things about how you're going about creating what it is you're you're creating, how you're going about striving for your goal. And then I'm going to get to the five ways to keep faith no matter what. So check in right now. First of all, if you are working really hard towards something and it's just not happening, it's not showing up and you're not getting those results, that's a good sign to check back in with yourself and make sure, is this something you really want? Is this your idea of a successful and fulfilling life? Whatever it is to launch your podcast, to create your business, to transition out of your corporate career, to have another child, to um, get married and have your soulmate, whatever it is, is this your idea of a fulfilling and abundant life? And you'd be amazed at how many times I find when I have my clients do that process of checking back in, they've actually been working themselves to the bone on somebody else's idea of success or somebody else's priority. So that's number one is check in. If you're not achieving it, is there a reason? Do you not even really want that thing that you've been working toward? Um, Next, look at, do you have processes for the routine little stuff? Because if you don't, you're giving your energy away 
to other things that don't matter. And the routine little things can, you know, range from like paying bills and doing payroll to, um, to, you know, looking at where your meals are going to be coming from, to cleaning your house, to organizing your paperwork, to whatever it is, all those little things, if they are routine, they happen every day or at least every week, just have a process for them. So they're as automated and automatic as possible rather than giving away your energy to that. Then take a step back and look at where you've been investing your energy. Do you get a return? Everywhere that you invest or place or put out energy in something, let's say it's making phone calls, um, cold calls. If it's, I'm going to use the dating example, if you're applying or you're, um, you can tell I don't do this, (laughs) Um, but you're updating your profile and answering people that reach out to you, that's an energy investment. So wherever you put an energy investment, are you getting a return back? Do you have an overall strategy for bringing into creation what it is you want for reaching your goal? And does every step of the strategy have a purpose and an intention? This is the way to be mindful and intentional is have a reason for absolutely everything you do and have a reason for the big goal in the first place. So I suggest that for everything. Um, Uh, I've been talking to people about coming into our retreat. So the first thing I ask is, why are you going to a retreat? If you don't have a a clear intention, if you're not mindful about what going to a retreat even is, is um, what your purpose is for that, it chances are you're not going to be satisfied with the experience. Now, there's always additional learnings and benefits and things that come out of an experience like that. I see, I believe that, Um, but have an intention in the first place. A podcast itself is a great example of that. There's different purposes for different podcasts. Some people have a podcast to monetize it and they have lots of guests and they charge those guests to be on the show and they get ads and make income that way. And it's a monetized, a monetizing purpose for a podcast. My podcast is completely different. My intent for my podcast is for you to get to know me, for us to develop a relationship, for me to serve even those that may never enter into a coaching program for me, with me. And then also, of course, to be an access point to get to know me, to see if you'd like to take our partnership even further. So being clear about your purpose, your reason for doing everything that you do is really important. And getting clear not only in the on what you want, but why you want it, that purpose for the goal overall and for every single step and strategy that you employ on the way. I have this for everything in my life, even the supplements that I take. If there's a new supplement, you guys know, if you know my history and you know um, I'm detoxing a bump right now, um, you know that I take a lot of supplements, but every single supplement that's suggested to me I decide the purpose of it. If I'm going to take a supplement, I know my purpose. I know my time of day. I know my way of optimizing it. I have a reason. And that reason is certainly not because somebody said so or somebody else is taking it or anything like that. I have a strategy. And here's the thing. You might have heard this before. 20% of our efforts yield 80% of our results. So look at where you're putting your energy investments And what if you could only do 20% of the things? What would the 20% be that would give you the greatest result, the greatest potential for result? 
Um, also, quick review on your strategy here, competing demands. Does life get in the way of your priorities? That's competing, competing demands for your energy. Say no more. Have um, rules and regulations in the way of boundaries. So in other words, only take um, unplanned meetings at a certain time of the day, unplanned phone calls at a certain time of the day. When someone says, hey, can I talk to you or could you help me out with this? Yes, I can, but have a specific time and place that you would do that um, so that all the other demands for your energy don't pull away at your purpose and your reason and your strategy for creating what it is you want. This will help you avoid the shiny object syndrome too. I always go back on that one to Warren Buffett because he says successful people say no to just about everything. And I agree with that. And um, last thing is, is I kind of alluded to it in the beginning, but be sure you're dreaming big enough. Sometimes if you're not committing to something, if you're not having it happen for you yet, it might be that you're not excited about it and you need to dream a little bit bigger and that will get you more excited and that will carry you through everything else that I've said here so far. So those are just some like cleanup on strategy kind of things to make sure that your hard work is paying off and bringing you the result that you're looking for. And now let me get into five ways to keep the faith, even when all of that doesn't work. Even when you're working really hard, you've taken my tips there, you've applied those strategies and what you really, really want hasn't shown up yet. Then here's five ways to keep the faith. The first is harmonize any discordant energy. We need harmony even more than we need patience when it comes to having what we want to have, experiencing what we want to experience. So don't ask for more patience, ask for more harmony. Why? Everything is energy. And when you're a vibrational match to something, it is. It, it cannot help but be. That's what Einstein taught us. If you're in an energetic harmony or energetic al alignment with something, it cannot help but be. So harmonize, release, then you don't need patience because it happens now, happens now, happens now. Release anything that's out of harmony in your life, period. So how let's check in with attitude. That's a big place where we are discordant, out of harmony, out of alignment, and maybe don't even realize it because maybe the attitude is about something else other than the goal you're working toward, but it all interferes with your energy. So what are your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, your actions that are anything other than anything contrary to the belief that you can have what you want and you can have it right away right now? You can have what you want and you can have it right away right now. When I say that, what comes up? That's like ding, 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 ding. All of the discord shows its face. Anytime you use language like have to or should, you know you're in discord. Anytime you are acting other than it all could fall into place and, and crystallize right before my eyes today. So in order to harmonize discord, it's surrendering to the journey, to the process versus fixating on the details and the outcome. Right along with what is your attitude? What is your MO? This is your modus operandi. This is the way you go about doing things. And the way you do one thing is, is likely very, very similar to the way you do another thing. So what's your MO? Get to know it well so that you can recognize it whenever it's coming up and release it. 
Do you quit when there's a problem or something gets hard? Do you hesitate on making a decision? Do you look for a quick fix? Do you jump ahead to the end? Do you not say no when there's something trying to buy for your attention that's not your priority? Do you not ask for what you need or your support? Do you have white knight syndrome, meaning you're waiting for somebody else to come along and decide for you or show you the way or do it first? If you, if you have that as your MO, you are not you haven't yet built your self-authority and you can build that self-authority, but know your MO because your MO will lead to very discordant energy. So start paying attention, pay attention to the way you do things, especially challenging things and new things. What happens when you're under pressure, when you can see that about yourself, you'll know the ways that you are, are clashing, energetically clashing with your goal your dream, what it is that you want, then, then it's a matter of finding that discordant energy, releasing it, realigning. Stop doing what's not in alignment. Start doing what is in alignment and continue the things that have been in alignment all along. So start, stop, continue, energetically speaking. The number two way to keep the faith, even when you don't seem to be getting anywhere, is go back to universal laws. Whenever you get discouraged or you lose faith in something happening, which really does mean you're losing faith in yourself and maybe losing faith in higher power and losing faith in your ability to have what you want, keep in mind everything is energy and there are laws of energy. And these are the universal laws. There are several, there are many universal laws and there are very few, if any, truths. Say, listen, I'll say that again. There are many universal laws and there are very few truths, if any. There's one truth and I'll get to that. But um, many natural laws are, are in existence and they are universal and they're as sure and as certain as any other science. They're as sure as gravity. That's something I remind the mind. I don't say my mind. I remind the mind all the time. Is gravity true? Yep. Then law of attraction is true. Same, same science, science. So if you believe in gravity, you believe in universal laws. Everybody's pretty familiar with law of attraction, like attracts like, but there's lots of other laws. Uh, and these go back, you know, it, a long time in our history. And even before they were written and they are, you see evidence of these laws in spirituality as well as in science. And there's many like law of satiety, feeling satisfied is a way to allow, align you with universal flow and feeling dissatisfied with anything is a way to block the flow, which means what you want is not showing up. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy that states that it's your responsibility to either accept or reject the opportunities the universe gives you. And the universe is always giving you opportunities. So what do you do? Accept them and go along with them or reject them and, and defend your rightness in rejecting them and basically take, a, take a, a tally and keep score of all the things that are not working out. But the universe is giving you opportunities all the way. You can choose to go all the time. You can choose to go along with them or you can choose to buck against them and say, no, 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 not the right opportunity. Energy is always in motion. You get to choose if you want to go with that flow or try to swim the other way. The everyday translation of that is if there's an opportunity 
to everything and you choose to make it so, so make it an opportunity, then you are following the path of least resistance as opposed to swimming upstream. Also, along with energetic laws is that everything in the universe has a unique rhythm. So when you just start to honor things, not as, oh my gosh, the world's out to get me, but oh, it's a rhythm and the rhythm might be going the other way right now. I can redirect and realign. Everything changes. So I said, there's also not really truths. Well, there's very little that is true in our 3D world. Universal laws are always true, but we don't know outcomes. We can't know outcomes ahead of time. That would be about the same as trying to explain consciousness. We only know something when we are it. We know truths in hindsight. We learn when we experience things and we only grow and expand by staying engaged in the journey of life. The only universal truth really is that we're here now in this 3D body to create more 3D things and we will leave this body later. And that speaks to the impermanence. And when you recognize the impermanence of things, you you will have you will be able to keep the faith because you realize you don't have a life. It's not a pass or fail. You are life. And it's a matter of how do you want to direct the energy that is your life force while you're in 3D form? There's an impermanence to it. And that's the universal truth. There's an impermanence. And then while we're here in 3D form, there's universal laws. My mom, I love my mom, <laughs> the way she speaks about impermanence is, well, I guess in 100 years, it won't matter. And you know what? She's right. And my dad has a, has a gem too. And they're so simple in how they say things. But he says, time will tell. And he's right. And you can't, there is nothing that you can do to bypass that. So surrender. Surrender to the experience of being life in 3D form. Stop letting ego mind make it all mean something. Because that's where the dissatisfaction and the distress comes in. I am uh, 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 absolutely devoted to checking the ego mind and others and reproving things to the mind. So, so far, you've heard some of the some of the things that I tell the mind. Hard work doesn't equal result. It's is gravity true? Then these laws are true. And if I'm ever doubting that, I look back to my own history or to others for places where I see signs of success that are contrary to more effort equals more success, because that is a false equation. And then I get curious. One of my mentors once called it gamifying, like gamify everything that you do, meaning don't make it so serious. It's not a pass or fail. It's not you are going to um, be successful or not because you have a million opportunities presented to you all the time from the universe. So play with them, get curious about them. Another really helpful perspective for um, following universal laws is to widen the lens through which you are seeing the situation. So if you're not seeing what you would call success with something right now, widen the lens and try to look back at it from the future. I use this all the time with the bump. The bump, I was told by my really top-notch medical team that I just adore. They said it may get bigger before it gets smaller. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, that was that was interesting to watch the mind go through that process. It maybe get bigger before it gets smaller, and to keep my beliefs with what I'm doing in terms of treatment, while it did indeed get bigger before it got smaller. Now it's smaller, smaller, smaller. As of the first airing of this podcast, and this will live on, obviously, but I am ninety percent shrunk on it. But only from this perspective of I, I instantly, when they said it could get bigger before it gets smaller, I knew I was prepared. Okay, when that comes, I'm going to need to really be on top of my attitude and on top of remembering universal law. And I need to look at my situation from the time of healing when I am healed, which can happen simultaneously right now. And see that the size, even a bigger size, really has very little to do with it. Because in hindsight, it will just be, oh, wow, wasn't that interesting? That was the moment that was challenging to get through. But it was just one little piece of the puzzle. And it wasn't the end-all, be-all, final answer. That's what I mean mean by look back from the future. Another tool is... Or strategy, you could call it, is counting your blessing, always seeing how much is working, celebrating, celebrating, celebrating everything that you possibly can. With my clients, I call this a neutral review, meaning you should have at least as many celebrations as you have critiques. But I would, I would suggest instead you have twice, three times, four times, 10 times the celebrations than you do critiques and really get rid of critiques. Just be curious about those. Also celebrate the season that you're in. I talked about the rhythms and the cycles. There's an ebb and flow to absolutely everything from the moon to the tide to our seasons to for women, our cycles, um, our circadian rhythms for human beings. There's a season to everything. So instead of being impatient and wanting to be in the next season, be in the season that you're in. The only truth, again, is that we don't have a life. We are life. We are life in 3D physical form here for a limited time to create as the creator created us, which means to create things, to make things, create them in this 3D form. And what things we create and what we don't and the events, they're really neutral. And the quality of our life comes down to the quality of the emotions that we feel most often. So surrender to the play of it all. Honor universal law. But surrender to the play of it. Get out of your head. And it, it always helps me to surrender to the play of it by getting into my body. So if I see my attitude is dipping or I'm doubting universal law, I go for a run. I don't keep fighting against the same thought. I go do something with my body. Okay, number three for keeping the faith, even when you don't seem to be getting anywhere, is focus out. <laughs> In fact, stop focusing on the thing that you don't think you're getting far along enough with and focus out. Look at nature. Look at somebody else. Look at your children. Go, go do some service. But get out of your head and look outward. The head brain, and we have brains all over our body. We have neurons all over our body, in our heart, in our gut, but really everywhere. And the head brain is most useful, and I might even say only useful, for carrying out the logistical details of something. Once we know what we want, once we know the purpose of it, um, it's all that stuff in the very beginning of this episode the head can help sort through some of those things and then set it aside. 
focus out, focus forward, get in motion and movement and really use, use the head minimally. Number four, find a mentor in a community. Find somebody that can see what you don't see and find others that are as dedicated and devoted as you are to creating things and energy first, because also then you see you're not alone. You're less critical of yourself when you see that others go up and down and you know ride the waves of thought and attitude and ego as well. And when you're up, somebody else will be down and vice versa. And that way you can help pull each other up. The last and I would say most important way to keep the faith when you're not seeing the result that you were hoping to see is spiritual immunity. Become spiritually immune to the ups, the downs, and even the result itself, even the outcome. And spiritual man immunity, I teach so much about this, but daily practice to connect with oneness is what I'm talking about. Connecting daily with something bigger than yourself. Start the day that way, end the day that way, and spend the majority of your time on that. Yes, I said majority of your time. Now, you might have heard this from a thousand different teachers over the years, but are you doing it? Do you go to prayer or chanting or breath work to solve your problems? Do you, when you get discouraged about something, do you sit and think about it, think about it, think about it? Or do you turn it over and go into body? I mentioned running. I love um, a good sweat. I get in my sauna, get in a shower. Whenever something I'm creating is not taking off like my mind thought it would, I know the problem is the mind. <laughs> so that's my clue to spend less time on that thing and more time in my spiritual practice. And it never fails me. However you pray and whoever you pray to, instead of praying for certain outcomes that are limited by what we can even think about anyway, pray for the resilience, pray for the coping skills, pray for the courage, pray for the wisdom to discern, pray for the ability to navigate it all and be satisfied every step of the way versus a certain outcome. This aligns you, it puts you in flow with all the outcomes. So ground in the divine daily and safeguard the other energy that you get in. There's really nothing, nothing more important that you could do all day long for whatever it is that you're wanting for your life than ground yourself in the divine daily. If you are listening to this episode near its release date, coming up, I invite you to join us for Sovereign Soul. This is 30 days of divine energy attunement and spiritual immunity. It's the practices that I use, the breath work, the chanting, the frequency therapy, other sacred rituals, the things that really do make up more of my day than the quote unquote work time. And they bring results. They bring results from vibration versus head, mind, and ego. And included in the 30-day practices. So there's a daily practice every day. There's also four master classes to help deepen your spiritual immunity and expand your capacity so that you don't work so hard, but instead you master energy attunement. I'm talking about inspiration over perspiration. You can find the details of that and other ways to get to know me at my Linktree link. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Leah Lund. Last thing I want to say, whether it is weight loss, 
that you're trying to achieve. But that I use that because that's something everybody can relate to. And it's such a good illustration. Have you ever been trying to lose weight and everything you're doing is working and then it stops working? You're doing all the same things and you were getting a result, but then you're no longer getting a result. This is no different than not getting the result in the first place, meaning go back through everything that I've shared here, the five ways to keep the faith when it doesn't seem like you're getting somewhere. All it means is you're at a next level, next layer, but the same suggestions I've made here will work when something stops working as well. I'm Leah Lunn. Thanks for tuning in. I will be with you next time and bye for now. 